is the Bronte and Lakey podcast. Catch up podcast. It is ready to go. Hence us recording this intro and you listening to it. All the best bits in here from today's show. Oh, one of the best bits was Catentine's Day, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Well, it was a big deal. You uh, were going to say the big L word to your girlfriend for the first time. Yeah, I've been thinking about it for about the last six weeks, but we just haven't been able to put a decent run of time together on the board. Mm. I went overseas. She's been going to Sydney. I was like, you don't want to say I love you and then like have to leave two days later. And then the no. majority of new I love yous are over FaceTime. That just doesn't work, right? You want to put it all into one night with all this event and all of this planning and then hope to God that it goes well. Yes, with 12 hours of bribery on my side, <laughs> would she return the I love you? Uh, also, speaking of love, take the leap. Some women are sick of it. They're sick of waiting for that man to propose. Okay. That's so true. Yep. Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just love when you fight the fight. Um, absolutely. And so we speak to our first bride, or a bride wannabe, uh, and who is willing to get on her knee to propose to her man. Always good fun. And have you scored a last-minute ticket to something? Mm-hmm. You couldn't believe your observations at Taylor Swift. Yeah, people just handing those tickets out like it's Skittles. Unbelievable. <laughs> a post-sale extravaganza <laughs> of Taylor Swift tickets. Didn't see it coming, but it's all in the podcast. Over the weekend was uh, a day that I like to label Catentine's Day. My girlfriend's called Cat. I missed her birthday because I was mm-hmm. overseas in India and I also missed Valentine's Day, well, we both did because we both have to work that evening. I decided to make it up to her. Yeah, whatever, physical touch, love languages, gifts, acts of service, they're all my big ones. So they are. It was an effortless day, really. I love doing that kind of stuff. Um, so I started off uh, a couple's float. You know the float therapy when you're in the float tanks? Yes, sort of like, yes. Yeah, doing that just to relax, sort of set the intention of the day. Then a couple's massage. Wait, sorry, just one question on the float. Oh, yeah. Are you in separate floating tanks or are you in one big float we tank We were in together? the same tank, which was interesting <laughs> because we kept bumping into each other and like sort of ruining our flow state. And then it came to the couple's massage. It was at the same place. But then they pulled us into separate rooms. Which well, I they thought, got them mixed up. I thought you'd do it the other way around. But anyway, that was, that was okay. That was nice and relaxing. Uh, then we pulled by the shopping center and I took her to a lingerie store. Oh, my God. It's on daddy's credit card. Spend oh what you want. Um, always interesting, actually, being a guy in there because it's obviously like quite outgoing ladies that are helping the women. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, what's your bus size? Oh, yeah, oh, that looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I was like, am I allowed in the change rooms? And they're like, yeah, of course. I was like, oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Were you picking things out for Kat that you – and then they would just help get her the right sizes or were you just there as like – More the other way around. They were picking things out and then I'd go and get the sizes. Like, task me with a job. Give me one. <laughs> and then, yeah, so I went and found the, the big sizes and whatnot. Uh, big bus big. size. No, big bus size. Big bus size. Not big bus okay. She's not big. She's tiny. Okay, um, okay. Went in there. Uh, she tried that on. Bought that. That was nice. You know, a little bit of spice. Went for an all-you-can-eat sushi train. Oh. Yeah, we rode the train. Delicious. I love going from lingerie shopping to raw fish. <laughs> sushi. <laughs> and then this was the big bit of the night. It was it was a surprise, really. She thought we were going out to dinner. She was a tiny bit suspicious because it was only 5.30 and usually we don't eat at 5.30 and we were no. very full from sushi. So she's like, oh, God, we've got to eat again. I'm like, yes, we have to eat again. We have a booking for 5.30. Oh. What was actually on the cards was a surprise gondola ride. You know those little <laughs> Venetian boats? 
Yes. So I'd organise for that to be waiting like down at the waterway. And I, in my mind, like I had this grand gesture of love, right? Like the cheese board was going to be laid out. There'd be a bottle Beautiful. of champagne. It would be like uh, the sun sort of setting. And she thinks we're going to a restaurant. And then I just take a little like left. And she's like, oh, my God, look, someone's organised something. So, so Oh. This is oh, how you saw us. it playing That's out. how I saw it sure. playing out in my head for the last week. In reality... Um, heaving down rain, um, (laughs) take around the corner. It stinks of a fishy Harbor. She's in heels because she thought she was supposed to go out for a nice dinner. So we're trying to walk down this rickety boat ramp. The man has not set up like the champagne yet. He's filling it up with petrol. It stinks of fuel around the place. And she's like, oh, my hair's getting wet. And then we go, we go into like the little cabin bit where you're like, oh, hi, booking for Danny. And she's trying to figure out what's going on still. And then the woman says, oh, before you guys go out on a two-hour gondola, do any of you want to go to the bathroom? Oh, and, of course, no. her being a woman was like, oh, yeah, I want to go to the bathroom. So we had to walk back up in the rain, up the oh. rickly, rickly fish ramp. And then we're just outside this seedy public toilet whilst I'm waiting for her to urinate. I'm like, oh, God, this is a reality versus your dream, isn't it? Was it was the Italian man that was on the gondola at least singing? Uh, like- also in your brain, not Italian. <laughs> <laughs> just an Aussie wharfman. <laughs> I thought you'd paid for someone from, like, the Vatican to yeah. come over and do nah, it. No, nah, no. Nah. I was like, oh, what do you want, mate? We've got champers or beer. Like, oh, oh God. He's got life jackets are under the table. Like, oh. <laughs> All right. To be fair, it did clear up by the end. The sunset was actually really beautiful because it was clouds Lovely. and it sort of adds a, an, an extra layer, some uh, a nice touch. And she really liked that, and that it was it was really nice in the end, actually. And then uh, we went back to mine. We were too we were too full still from the sushi. Oh, absolutely. Um, made uh, obviously sweet hot passionate love under the moonlight. Oh, okay. Um, that wasn't what I was going to ask. I thought you were going to drop the L word. Well, then we do. After the sweet passionate love, lying in the boudoir. I said, here it is. It's like, you know what? And I said her full name. I am so in love with you. Oh, oh, oh what? Oh, whoa. Oh, gross. Soppy, get a room, you two. Too late. We already did. We were in and the what room. what did she say? She said, I love you too. Oh, and then she said, you know what? God. Actually, you loved me about 10 weeks ago, didn't you? I was like, yes. Yeah. She's like, yes. She I've, been wait- I've been waiting. <laughs> been in des- wait. I've been in wait. I thought you'd never say um, so that's good. So, oh, boys. our boy's growing up. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty smitten. Grunty and Lakey. Affordable custom made engagement rings and wedding bands. Visit theodoreandco.com. Grunty and Lakey's Take the Leap. How very exciting. You guys have been registering. You females, you femme de fatales have been registering at hit.com.au. We put the call out. Coming up is 29th of February, the only socially acceptable day, in big uh, inverted commas, that a lady's allowed to get down on one knee and propose to her man. Yes. So over like 75 people so far have registered, people, you're right, women, Mm. Mm. who want to propose to their partners. And now this week we're going to start talking to some of them. Lovely radio when we're already blurring voices and yeah. calling them by anonymous names. Bride number one, who's registered at hit.com.au. Morning, bride one. Good morning. Oh, God. Hello. Must say, that's not her deep voice. That is not her husky tones. <laughs> this is not some bloke trying to pretend they're a woman. This is uh, completely anonymous at the moment. We don't want to give up any surprises or whatnot. It's very exciting. Um, look, you've got two children and a, a lovely boyfriend that refuses to pop the question, why did you register at hit.com.au, bride number one? 
Uh, I just know, like, he has always said he's unsure how we would ever get married, how he'd be able to keep a secret from me, organising a proposal. He's also worried about the actual day. He's like, I'm going to get anxious and awkward reading, like, vows out in front of people. He just, I think he just stresses about absolutely everything too much, Mm. but I'm kind of like, maybe I should just exactly take the leap. Oh, I love it. I love the assertiveness from you, bride number one. So. Two kids, uh, around five-ish years that you guys have been together. Now, this kind of hesitation that he's got for the proposal, you guys are committed for the rest of your lives, right? He's just a bit of a nervous Nelly. Well, I'd like to say we're committed. We've got the two kids. We've got a mortgage. We've, you know, done the car swap, all of that. I mean, he forgot Valentine's Day last week. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. no. All right. Got, yeah, he um he asked my eldest like, what should they get after like kindy drop off? What 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 should they get, mummy? And he's got my eldest, or I have my eldest on the bandwagon. And apparently, she responded, a ring, a ring for mummy, a ring. Oh. So. Always good to have the children approve of the marriage as well. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> this yeah, I think this is a, a great candidate because yes. Oh, there is an unspoken pressure on us blokes through, like, movies and social expectations. We're expected to be this romantic guy all the mm-hmm. time, right? We've got to do this grand gesture of love and you, you see things go viral, these public proposals, all these big hoo-hahs. So I can understand uh, a man of that elk may be overwhelmed with all that kind of yeah. thing. Do you reckon he would he would just be drying his eyes? Would, would we be getting waterworks if you got down on one knee? How do you think he'd respond if you did that? I think it might be a little bit like my eldest daughter's labour. I think he'll go shock and you might see like a bit of a white pale face. Oh. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I've mentioned it enough that I'm I'm definitely hoping it, it would be a big yes. So. Okay. So you've mentioned that this is something you would be willing to do and he's kind of said, It'd be, I'd be open to it. Yeah, I guess never like too serious, but I've definitely joked about it and I don't think he'd ever think I would do it. Mm. I think he'd just think, I'll oh, wait and wait and wait. But Ooh. yeah, wait, waiting so. I'm getting real excited just thinking about this. Mm-hmm. Certainly ticks a lot of the boxes here, mm-hmm. the element of surprise, the lady going on the front foot, the big family wedding and the, the, the down on one knee and whatnot. Um, look, we've got a few more brides to speak to throughout the week. Bride number one, a lot of people have registered at hit.com.au. Of course, we've got the uh, wedding ring. Thanks yes, Theodore and Co. as well. Affordable custom-made engagement rings and wedding bands. We get a wedding band you can give uh, your partner as well and visit theodoreandco.com, everyone else. Oh, big prize on offer, uh, an even bigger husband on offer at the end of that. <laughs> so we'll. Uh, oh, I've got to. It's not me becoming You've anonymous now. I've just got, to, just got to clear my throat out. Um, we're going to keep you on fire. We might be giving you a call in uh, in a couple of days' time because we want to get this off the ground and we want to have one of the great female proposals. So thanks for taking the time this morning, Bride One. No worries. Thank you. Grunty and Lakey. Your letter for tomorrow's Alphabucks, it'll be Tuesday the 20th of February, is C for Charlie. Grunty and Lakey. So we had the Midnight's, uh, we had the Eras tour in Melbourne last night, night mm. three. Mm. 96,000 people. Unbelievable. Taylor plays for three and a half hours. It is a, and she is on the stage at 7.30 on the dot. She's not mucking around. So it got to about 11.20. Or just after 11, sorry, and it, it, it was time to go. I needed to, to get home and obviously get ready for the breakfast radio show that we're doing. Mm. But 
It was actually the night before that I saw something very strange happening. So the night before, the Saturday night, my girlfriend and I, who I went with, decided to go to the MCG to get merch the night before we were going, just so we didn't have to worry about it the night that we actually went. And so we got to the MCG at about mm, 8.30 Saturday night, and there's heaps of people there. Like there was so many people camped out the, the front of the MCG just listening to Taylor because it's so loud you could hear it. Um, but what I saw was really interesting was heaps of people were hanging around like the, the entry of the MCG where you scan your ticket because there was heaps of people coming out of the concert at that time, oh. like that 8.39 o'clock. Oh, like a protest. If she's not going to play, is it over now? I'm leaving. No, no. Think? From what I could tell, they were leaving because they had little kids with them. So people were leaving with their kids like in their arms, like obviously falling asleep or having fallen asleep, and they were giving their tickets to people waiting out the front of the MCG. Wow. Do you think all these people waiting outside could foresee this happening? It must be a thing. I guess so. Yeah. These pop stars that have got lots of young fans. Yeah. How many do you reckon? What, 10 people? A hundred? A thousand? Oh, there was, I mean, out the front of the MCG, there was. No, how many people walked out? Oh, I saw about 10, 15 people just in like the the one minute window where we were walking there. We saw, yeah, probably three mums with, you know, two, three kids each. And I want to know on 131060, has this ever happened to you? Have you ever gotten a ticket from somebody leaving an event, or maybe you had to give your ticket to someone as you were leaving an event because you just were like, can't go to waste. How were these tickets exchanged? I mean, 10 to 15 people leaving, mm. thousands out the front, 15 don't go into 1,000. Were they being swamped like seagulls on a not, chip? I was not getting involved in that oh. chaos. Oh. I was ready to just go get my merch and go home because I don't even know how people figured that stuff out. But, yeah, they were all waiting around to see if they could get tickets from other people. Wow. Last-minute yeah. tickets. You've scored one. I scored a last-minute ticket to uh, the Sexy Back Lounge, JT, 2008. Oh but I wasn't camping out the front. Mm. It was just someone pulled out last minute. Isn't that the one where you had the nicotine patch and you don't actually remember seeing the concert because yeah, you passed out? I passed out three songs in because I put a nicotine patch on my 18-year-old body after never smoking a cigarette before. I thought it was a fun sticker, okay? 131060. We've got $150 LSKD vouchers up for grabs. Ooh, lovely. Yeah. Uh, have you scored a last-minute ticket? Have you done this strategy before? Mm. And people are getting ideas now for the next three nights. Maybe I should go down to Sydney. Do it. Pink's coming up. Pink. That, that reeks of people leaving halfway through due to tired <laughs> toddlers. 131060, is this a thing? Have you scored the last minute tickets? Call Zex. Grunty and Lakey. Uh, Brooke, what was your last minute ticket? Um, not tickets as such, but we, um, when I was about 12 years old, my mum took me, Michael Jackson was playing in Brisbane, oh and God. we went to the stadium and sat up just on the hill and listened and watched, um, like you're talking about, watched wow. all the show. And about 45 minutes before the end of the show, there was heaps of people leaving, so they just opened up the gates to let all the people out, and so all of us were allowed to go in. And oh. so I was basically front row for Michael Jackson for about 45 minutes. With no That's clock. amazing. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah. Wow. That is, yeah. That, it's, it's interesting that so many people are leaving 45 minutes in. I, it's like traffic? I don't know, but crazy. Oh, okay. So, 
Or maybe we ti- to- tired toddlers, perhaps. Yeah, tired. I guess we wouldn't know. take a toddler to a Michael Jackson. No, no well, you'd hope not. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't even manage to come out like that, actually. But yes, fair enough. Moving on, Bree on 131060. Um, what did you get a last-minute ticket to? So we got some last-minute tickets to Elton John last year. Um, quite literally at the gate, Facebook Marketplace. We don't live in Brisbane, so drove an hour and a half with cash, hoping to God that they were legitimate and that we could get in. So, And they were, and he was amazing. Yeah. So. Oh, you took the Marketplace risk. <laughs> it was my partner, and he tried to convince me, and I was freaking out the whole time, but yeah. it was worth it. You have to... You have to roll the dice when it comes to Elton's farewell tour. It was yeah. the goodbye, goodbye Yellow Brick Road. It was, and it, they were actually great seats too, so it was everything was meant to be. Wow. Do you know why the person was selling them so last minute? It just was an emergency, they couldn't go? Uh, so there was, they had four tickets and then two of them couldn't go in the end. So, yeah, we ended up going in with them and like followed them in and stuff, so it was... Yeah, really good. They were lovely too. So we all had a good time together. Oh, that's nice. Good people. People are going to be out the front. Sydney isn't not going to know what hit it now with the. T- I this, know. This what news have we done? going out there. Oopsie. Thirteen ten sixty. Lily, wrap this up for us. Last minute ticket. All right. So when I was little on the Katy Perry, when Katy Perry did her prison tour, mm-hmm. my mum and me had to drop off one of her friends to the concert, and I was in the car in my pajamas, just driving up because there was no babysitter. And three chicks in Superman costumes. I, to this day, have got no idea why they were in Superman costumes. Mm-hmm. Walked in and said, we have two seats in front of us. Do you want them? And I loved Katy Perry. And I cried for three days hysterically when my mum told me that she couldn't get me tickets. Mm. Like, I did not speak to her. I was like, you failed me. Like, mm. we, yeah. we were not getting past that. And they walked up and said, do you want the tickets? And they considered them obstructed view. But I had the absolute time of my life in pajamas at the Katy Perry concert. And I could see the whole backstage the entire time as well. Because they were the seats like right at the very edge of the stadium that Mm -hmm. could see the stage. But you could see all the dancers and everything and all the props getting ready. So I thought it was the coolest thing ever at like 11 years old. I love what what pattern were the pajamas. Could you have made it work with a Katy Perry theme in any way? Look, they were cheetah pants, so I oh, nice. guess I kind of could have, but then it was like this really baggy purple shirt with some weird picture mm. on it that was kind of covered in spaghetti stains. So, look. Katy Perry would appreciate it, that, I think. It was, I think it was kind of giving last Friday night, but. Yes, yeah, nailed so I think it. Let's go with that. Nailed it. Good stories to finish off. I mean, I went to the grand final in 2018. There was a bloke out the front. It was like, we'll pay $1,000 or equivalent for two tickets. Did you consider it? I asked him what his equivalences were. Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. No, it was, oh. no, it was my footy team. My <laughs> team, mate. You don't see Did they win? Tickets. Uh, yeah, they did, actually. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. all's well that ends well. Not exactly. for that guy, though. Hopefully, all right. He would have gotten his ticket somewhere. There was someone out there who wanted the equivalents. <laughs> that was the Bronte and Lakey podcast. Bronte.